Welcome everyone to the Illusion Empire podcast. It is I, Illusion Empire. This is the 53rd episode of the Illusion Empire podcast. I know some of you missed me out there. Was the film well last weekend? So I apologize for the delay. I'll make that up to you. I'm releasing this episode and the other one right after that. So you're going to get two episodes on release one day apart. Okay. So that's the that's the good part. So we got obviously plenty to talk about, especially in the political arena and the video game world as well. Of course, there are a couple of the weird things going on in between. So I have an update regarding Kyle Winhouse's um, verdict in, in Wisconsin. That's a state thing, not a not a local thing. Well, the shooting did happen at Kenosha. There's an update in that. Um, and what are the people going to do about it? His um, legal team. And then there's, um, you know, Governor Cuomo. He already imposed restrictions. I give you some details in that just in case you haven't been caught up. You're, I'm sure your local news, your state news has jammed this through your throat, especially if you live in New York. I'm sure New Jerseyans and people of Connecticut has heard this as well. So that's that's item number two. And then third and final item for the primary politics, which is always our first segment, is Trump's um turnout in New York City. And this one I find particularly interesting because his loss was not as grand um as it was in 2016 i mean he still lost to biden in new york but the margins was definitely narrower than before so that's your um three items for primary politics and the next one i'm gonna be i'm gonna be probably somewhat lengthy on my uh, opinion of the 2016, not 2016, ugh, what's wrong with me? 2020 presidential um, election, especially the post um, election, about how chaotic that thing has been. Just to say at least, it's been chaotic. Um, and then for mid game, we got a couple of hiccups with the early releases. This is why I wait, because there's always big problems every time you get them when they're brand new. You know, they don't, I guess they don't do a good test sample or something because there are about people faking videos about, you know, some people purposely smoke vape into the systems. Oh, my system is heating up and Microsoft is in panic mode to some degree because their PR team has to do damage control on that. And then we also got the disk drive problem that doesn't accept this. It's not responsive, you know, and it doesn't even work for some of them. And then, uh, then there are price scalp. There are scalpers out there, gougers that just they, they raise the prices significantly. I, I saw one today at eBay for one thousand five hundred dollars. I mean, people are struggling. I mean, people still do this. It's hard. I, obviously, it's hard to stop to stop these scalpers. This is not the first time it's happened. It's happened many times when new game, when new systems come out, and certain video games as well. But mostly apps with consoles, based on my experience. 
So those are your three items. Heating, this problem, and price gouging. So that's your three items for mid-game. The third, one of my favorites, is weird topic finale. And then the scientist has rediscovered the ancient nails are possibly used to nail Jesus Christ. So you're going to get more anthropological, scientific uh, point of view of that. So this is all I have for you. So we will jump right into it right after this sponsor. Oh, and one more thing. There will be no more election sponsors because it's all over and done, obviously, except for um, the Senate races in Georgia. All right, let's get the sponsor over with. Anchor is a free podcasting app that is perfect for beginners. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. Anchor will distribute your podcast so that it could be heard in other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. I'm going to repeat. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. What are you waiting for? I've been doing this for about a year now. And if you really have the passion to start a podcast, you should do it. It's fun and easy. All right, you have reached the first segment of this podcast. So let's jump right straight into it. Uh, so we have the first items going to get this over. This is going to be super brief. Is um, Cowan House's um, verdict, his legal update. Remember that kid that traveled to Kenosha, 17-year-old kid who had a, obviously, a gun, and he killed two riders and injured one? Um, remember that? He had no business being there, and that's my opinion. Um... Of course, the two that he killed were Caucasian male. So obviously, he wasn't a racist killer. If he was, he will, he will only target a uh, you know minority. So that's what we have here. Not that not that his actions was any great, but he killed two people that had a, a long rap sheet of. Very rich criminal history. And, you know, the only reason why I don't defend this kind of action come, I mean, come on, he's a freaking kid. Imagine me do that in, in New York. Oh, forget it. I would have been, they would have sent me to prison real quick. I mean, just like that. No questions asked. Super strict with gun laws in New York. Um, so. What we got here is that he 
did not. He did not win in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, he is um, in bail, and the bail is worth $2 million. The prosecutors are, argue that he'll be a flight risk. Mm, well, he don't need to fly to travel to from Illinois to Wisconsin. Well, that's there. That's there. Um, that's their ruling. Um, his defense team worked hard to block it, but they failed. Um, and I'm sure his defense team, especially his attorney, Mark Richards, is gonna is gonna fight this as much as he can and and let's just see what happens from there I mean let's see if they're going to appeal or do any of that because this was a while ago and I'm aware of that it's not exactly this is not exactly new news but I just want to give you an update on that just to you know just to give you you know I, I like to stay on top of things this was probably long overdue. But the two things are a little more new. Actually, the next item is newest of them all. Is Andrew Cuomo. And, you know, he's restricting bars and restaurants to close at 10. Really feel bad for the graveyard shift people who work in the hospitals. Or got news. I mean, not going to be able to get, you know... Get something in the restaurant. I mean, I'm sure there's still people that work in the graveyard shift. Oh, and you know, an MTA. Ever since the pandemic, it's been closed from one to five a.m. This is strictly New York. So if you live in a different state, I mean, what I mean by a different state, a state far away like Maine, Kentucky, and all that, you could just ignore me. But you can use this as an example to see how left-leaning governors are doing is to try to restrict and slow the surge. Well, I'm not going to say a surge. This is, this is a resurgence, to be exact, of this nasty and tricky virus. So we, what we have here is, you know, across state, bars, restaurants, all and even gyms. Can't forget the gems. Oh, and another thing he had a restriction was um, oh, no more than ten people and parties. Yeah, no more than ten people in private residences. What that means? Your own freaking home. And New Yorkers gonna have to be careful, especially if you have a neighbor who who loves to snitch on you. Who loves to bring you down. Those y'all gotta be careful. Of course, I'm gonna be careful as well. I mean, some some could pose a risk. See why they're trying doing it. If, it, if it's going too far, some some could argue that this is violating the Constitution. And of course, um, he, and of course, if this doesn't work out. Um, and he said we would go back to a lockdown, and I sat, you know, and how Corona has done it, I actually believe him. We have a total of 241,000 people that has been killed. 
from this disgusting and you know it's very crazy a lot of people has died from this tricky tricky virus it's very tricky it's very very tricky It's, you know, and, you know, and, of course, Cuomo and de Blasio, they fight a lot on this. You know, they had to do less fighting and more cooperation if they wanted to work. And, and, and you know, there there is a one politician, of course, in Staten Island, the most Republican borough. They said, well, he's still going to have company. And he's saying Cuomo is overreacting. We have small cases compared to anywhere else in the country. And he said people should be responsible. No, well, he's been opposing them a lot. Joseph Borelli, I want to see, you know, how far you go with that. Alrighty. So this one to me, this is more this is the most interesting part. Of this whole political thing, I am, yeah, no, I sound calm, calmer than usual because I'm saving for the better stuff for the next episode. Yeah. So, for the one that comes out a day after this, oh, I'm going to be more energized for that one. So, you know, this is, to me, this, this is me, I find this very interesting. Trump did much better in New York. And Trump is doing much better in New York City than he did in 2016. He still didn't win. He was behind by more than 20 points, I remember, in 2016. But this time, he was only behind by 12. Um, Trump has gained a lot of votes. And I've seen that... Um, so, according to the polls, he has gained increase in four boroughs, Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island, but saw a decrease in Manhattan. I mean, of course, he has earned, um, I won't be surprised it was the most votes in Staten Island. Um, and even Trump gained significant um, increase in South Bronx. The South Bronx is very, very Hispanic. And I mean, this was very interesting. And of course, you know, I'm not going to read a stupid commentary in the bottom. But I'm going to be read the Republican one because this one's just more interesting. I don't care what Ruben Diaz um, Jr. has to say about that. Now, I understand that he doesn't want to support Trump. That's fine. I don't support him either. But this one's just very, this one strikes my attention. Bronx Republican Chairman Mike Rendino said that his economic pop, Trump's economic populism message may have played to his favor. And, said, and this is this is when I find it very true. And Republicans might have difficulty repeating these numbers if they return to pre-Trump policies. That I agree 
I agree with that a hundred percent. Because if Republicans want to go back to business as usual, because you want to go back to that, fine with you, Republicans. Don't be surprised if Democrats start getting supermajorities um, across the board. Just, just, just do that. I mean, you even lose some moderate Dems. Oh, that's gonna be the next episode about the about those um, political parties um, infighting. Yeah, fighting among each other within the party. Not you know, not not Democrat versus Republican. We we all know that happens. That's boring, right? So this is what you have. More Hispanics has. I mean, Trump has won thirty percent Hispanic vote. That's much greater than many much greater than all Republicans. Um, and of course, Biden he won sixty six percent of that block. You know, in short, Joe Biden won Hispanic vote. You know, he didn't do too good. You know, I mean, he underperformed according to all those fake polls. I mean, I knew that was going to come. I said it was going to be a pretty close uh, election. Morris, I think they they did a couple of calls right now. Georgia officially goes to Biden. North Carolina went to Trump. And a minor update: um, He dropped the lawsuit in Arizona. So I guess reality slowly sinking into Trump's brain that he is so far one-term president. You know, you could run again in 2024. You haven't gotten rid of him. You're only just delaying the inevitable. I have to be honest with you. I have to, I have to be real, real honest with you. I'm not, I'm not a fan of him, but I'm just saying it like I see it. That's all. Just saying it like I see it. So, so let's summarize this. So, Kyle Winhouse, he, he got charged in Wisconsin, and he is in two million dollar bail. Okay, and then, but if he's convicted of intentional first degree intentional homicide, forget it. He's there for life. So, of course, there's going to be more updates on that. They set the bail to two million dollars. The governor Cuomo orders restrictions: bars, restaurants, and gyms be closed at 10 p.m. And it started yesterday because yep, it started November 13th. So, and there is more restrictions to come if this surge does not calm down. And the way I see it, it's just going to get worse. I mean, it looks like the chillier wet weather is, I guess, helping this virus, but that's just speculative. And I think people's carelessness of, you know, being cautious has went downhill. So I think those play a role. So, you know, once it hits 3%, you know, a lot of people just got to work virtually. And also... Also, you know, students have to do all their work up virtually until things go down, until it decreases to a certain margin. So that's across the state. That 3% is across the state. Because there's already parts of 
New York City, there are six percent. Um, in terms of infection rate, was that percentage exactly? That's the infection. Positive cases of this disgusting, disgusting virus. And and the last one was、um, Trump did much better than expected in New York City. On the Spanish vote, he won thirty percent of that, and he gained a lot at South Bronx. Um, Joe Biden didn't do that.、Um, I mean, he did won New York. He was only behind by twelve. I mean, Trump was only trailing by twelve points instead of over twenty. I've got the exact score, but I'll probably pull that up for the next episode. I know Hillary Clinton won that at large margin. It was very decisive. I mean, very, 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 very decisive. So and and then if in the Bronx, some、um, Republican chairman he said it. I think he said it very well that the Republicans return to pre-Trump policies. They will not replicate this result. It'll be very difficult to replicate these um numbers. So very good. I mean, I I say I know. Ruben Diaz Jr.'s commentary was on the board, on the long lines. Oh, it's not necessary that they they pro Trump, but it is a wake up call to Democrats.、Mm, I guess I agree with the wake up call to the Democrats part. I mean, if them stop, you know, if you're gonna please the coastal elites, you know, don't 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 make it look obvious. I mean. Try to look out for the working people. That's why y'all falling apart. Andrew Yang even、um, touched on that, which to me is one of my favorite Dems. Um, so that's your lesson there, Democrats. Stop um taking your voter blocks for granted. Stop underestimating Trump. No, you know, make a congrats on Biden on his as a projected winner. <laughs> it's not finalized yet. It's not going to get finalized till December. So, alrighty then. So that is all for this segment. We'll be reaching the second segment soon. To the second segment called Mid Game, a lot of it is mostly about Xbox Series X mishaps, but this could also be applied to PlayStation Five as well, except for one.、And、I'm gonna let you think about what that one issue is. Okay, so we have the first one. Called the Xbox Series X viral videos of smoke coming out of the out of the new console they just released. This is release week, and of course, this is very horrendous to the Microsoft PR team. And you know, this you get some internet clout over this.、And、of course, there are people that has debunked it. 
And of course, fake news. They use the word fake news. How Trumpian? I mean, come on. Just because Trump laws, you think you use that? I mean, that associates with Trump. Come on now. Seriously? Be original, people. I don't need to do that. This would be a mocker. This is a troll, but. And more, the more smoke you pour in, the more you can get it to come out of the top. So you know, you know, this this could be seen as a prank, or this could be an attempt to sabotage Microsoft's um sales. So, and this is gonna lead to another another thing that Xbox is doing. I think they're doing too. You know, of course, debunk this because there's people doing it. A good amount of people are doing this. So it's pissed off Xbox VR team off, obviously. And of course, there are people saying that these um, viral videos are are easy to fake. And those people coming out saying that ah, you such party poopers. And now, well, the first article will um, allude to it, but this one goes a little more in depth about the you know. The disk drive problem, and you know they complain about the noise, whirling real, really, really, really loud. Of course, there is um, videos of, of course, there are video evidence of that, and this except any console games at all. I mean, what the hell is going on here? A disk. And there's people complaining about it. Microsoft didn't request about this. They didn't talk about this problem. They was too busy addressing the viral smoke videos. I guess that's why. Um, some players try to fix it on their own. I give them credit. But you know, this is why I wait. You know, you go through these weird things, and they are somewhat costly. I mean, prices will go down, you know. Eventually, I mean, if they don't find, and then it leads to the third problem. You know, those freaking price gouging people—they just love to hyperinflate game prices. Um, I mean, PlayStation Five. As actually have are you know suffering much worse on this one because one of them is sold for freaking two thousand dollars, one thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars to be exact, two thousand dollars, and then Xbox in the highest I've seen. Well, they said. Near a thousand, but no, I'm sure they didn't catch the time. Well, I could update them to an eBay for one thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, so I could update them on that one. They're not doing all that well with that, but they could just they can. I mean, these price gouges are so annoying. I mean, they're very, very, very annoying. I mean, I remember I was trying to get me a particular Fire Emblem game. I went in person and GameStop was giving me a used 
on disc if you want them. Is it? I said, I just said, fuck it. I'm not. I'm gonna have a smart internet, and I got it for a much cheaper price. I said, fuck, I'm just gonna go to GameStop, give me a used thing. Yeah, that was one. That was actually one. That was my second to last trip I made over there. This was, of course, pre-COVID. Um. So when it came to that. Yeah, I just said, fuck it. I'll just get the thing for twenty dollars, and then I'll just pay my way through there, you know, through the internet. Because I wasn't gonna pay no five hundred dollars for a damn game. Nope. Even limited edition. No, actually, there was no limited edition. It was just stay right. I was like, nah, crazy, crazy. It's unfortunate these things happen, and there hasn't been any. Smart way to counter these because they're just consumers. They buy it at um, retail price. Then by the time they either get it or while they're purchasing it, they be selling it. Just take a couple of pictures of it, and they be selling it for three times, even four times the amount of the retail value. So it's very crazy. It's very crazy. You know? They're crazy stuff. I mean, I counter up. I've outsmarted. I only fell for one, and found myself to do it again. I was more of a board game because I was so desperate for that, desperate for that, for that rare character. I ain't doing that again. All right, a little TMI on that one. Um, but yeah, no. Just all you can do is that is either wait. Patience is a virtue in this case, in my opinion. Just wait until they fix a lot of these. Bugs, these first day release bugs, I call them, or glitches, or malfunctions, whatever you want to call them, depending on your case. That's why I wait because to me it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You just wait. Um, it's not worth it. So you know that, and that's that. Now let's summarize what's happening. We just we can just do this real quick. Um, people smoking vape into the um Xbox. I'm sure it's very rare, very rare. Um, you know, possibilities of that. I'm sure that's true. Rare base, but people just doing this to generate some points. That's what from Forbes. Um, and Xbox Series does have some disk drive issues, making weird noises, not accepting games, and price gouging. PlayStation Five suffering more on that one than um, Xbox Series X, but as of an hour ago, when I when I was just surfing through the web, I saw it on eBay for one thousand five hundred dollars. It's not listed as article, but it is listed there. And I won't be surprised, you know, they they change these prices. They like hyperinflate these gougers. All right, and then, so sadly, I had to be, you know, the bus kill with this release thing. But I'm just being honest here. You know, I'd rather be attacked and ridiculed for being honest than being someone that I'm not. I'd rather be hated for being real than being loved. Being loved because I'm faking it, and that's just not my style. All righty then. So we'll reach the third and final segment. Really, really soon.
All right, thank you for reaching the third and final segment of this podcast. This is called Weird Topic Finale, or WTF for short. So, we have scientists that have been speculating that, oh, we find the exact ancient nails that the Romans used to crucify Jesus Christ himself. I mean, you don't need to know the Bible to know who, um, Jesus Christ is. I mean, he is one of the most historic figures in the Bible. I mean, the entire New Testament um, revolves around him. So, and then there's a new study that confirms that these nails, um, that's what they say at least. That they found the nails that crucified them, Christ. Of course, got fragments of it, and they got and they discovered them in Caiaphas' tomb. If you remember Caiaphas, Caiaphas was this high priest who was not a big fan of Jesus Christ, and he handed them over to the to Rome's for his execution because he wanted to maintain. Peace, you want to maintain a status quo of the Jewish um, tradition. Okay? So, they found some. They look, of course, not beautiful. I mean, if you want to do that, you have great imagination. And they bent upward, those. uh, So, I mean, they find Caiaphas' tomb. He was a high priest at that time, and he was not for Jesus. And this is, of course, dates back to some of the work that has been done in the 1980s and 1990s, even going in the year 2000. So, they were, you know, they were a couple of people. I mean, I see the tomb. Tomb, it looks... No, I'm telling you, you know, I make designs back then. A lot of that was done by hand. I mean, and but they, you know, they they're not sure. They're spec. This is only speculative in terms of Jesus Christ, but what they do know for sure is that these nails were used for crucifixion. I mean, it's not a made up thing. It's not you know Christian style fable. This is an historic fact that he was. For preaching the word of word of the Lord, and you know, not many understand him. I mean, he did gain a following. I mean, lots of following, and this is why the the high priest of Jerusalem was not very happy about it. He was a disruptor of the status quo of that time. I mean, you don't have to be violent to be controversial. I mean, I, I'm sure at that time, especially in the in his high priest mindset. Jesus was extremely controversial. You don't have to, you know, fight or even cause violence to be controversial. You just got to really, really disagree and challenge them. You make them look stupid, which he did multiple times. And this is, you know, this is, um, you know, we we learn more stuff about it because, you know, some of this, you know, there is a mystery. Even we Christians, we acknowledge that this is a sacred mystery. 
So, you know, I'm biased here because I am a believer of God. I'm a believer of Jesus Christ, which you will label me as a Christian. But I don't label myself that way. That's the interesting part. So if you want to, that's fine. I'm not going to debate with you on that. But I'm, I'm definitely trying to, definitely more towards this, this spiritual, mystical part of it. Not just though, you know, not like those regular church hypocrites that they preach good and some of them do shady stuff um, behind closed doors or curtains, if you will. So this is all I got for you. This was really, really brief. I mean, I'm saving the good stuff. I mean, the real good stuff for tomorrow's podcast. I mean, you can expect the next episode tomorrow because I I was supposed to do one last week, but I really didn't feel well. And there was so much um, chaos, even with um, Biden's win. And um, just to throw a little off the cuff, cuff comment here is that I saw hypocrisy among that. There was a lot of celebrating out there. No freaking mask. All of a sudden, mask was not an issue. I mean, I do agree with Republicans now. Mask was not an issue. You know, don't politicize this damn thing. You're not be, you know, almost everybody got to wear masks except for medical exemptions. People should be quarantined or vulnerable. Now, I'm not saying this disease is not real. I mean, come, you know, if you want to, you don't believe you want to believe that it's because you're, you're mentally retarded and you got mental illness. You know, if you want to say, oh, illusion does not take this coronavirus thing seriously. Look, that's that's on you. You got the problem, not me. But it is hypocritical. And even when I talk to my Democratic friend, she's a Democrat. And she even pointed that out, that it's very hypocritical that a lot of people is going out there, drinking, partying, being all over the streets without, without masks on. Now, I'm paraphrasing her. And I perfectly agree with that. I agree with that comment. I said, if you're going to do this mass thing, this um, physical distance, I'm not going to use social distance because it's such an idiotic, idiotic term. Social, social distance is what we do online. It's what we do on Facebook. It's what we do on Instagram. It's what we do even on YouTube. Social distance is such an idiotic term. Stupid. But, you know, I can ramble on. I'm going off the rails. <laughs> you know, you can say that I'm going off the rails. This is supposed to be about the weird topic finale of Christ. But that does tie to it because people in power or people who's gaining power are hypocritical. And Mr. Biden can be very hypocritical. But this is not an attack on Biden. Though. This is more an attack on the supporters that are, that are not afraid. Some of them, that I can't say all of them because that's just being simplistically stupid. That's just being very dumb, to be honest. If I just label it that way, maybe just be mindful. Not all of them think that way. You know, not everybody is a block. People have varying differences. But it's very hypocritical. You know, to, to be all wear a mask, do this. That all, all some people drink, no mask on, partying, celebrating. I mean, it was gatherings of people, 
I mean, you could honk, you could celebrate. I'm not against that. But doing the way that could slow the spread of this tricky ass virus, people. So that's, you know, and this is a taste of what's to come in the next episode. So there'll be no teaser. This you can use as a teaser. <laughs> this is the teaser for the next episode of why, about how energetic I'm going to get about this election. And, and I want to tell you who I voted for. Okay? So stay tuned for tomorrow for episode 54 of the Illusion Empire podcast. Have a good day or night. Peace and God bless.